Um, <clears throat> John texted me back. Yeah, firing up now. Sorry. Wow. We're going to have to drill him. We're going to have to grill him for this one. Just, what, just... what is John file, firing up a 1986 <laughs> IBM? I mean, what the hell? He's got to like uh, get a generator going just to get his computer on. <laughs> Which is slower, John joining this group or the yeah, service yeah. on Monday night? The invention of the computer or John getting into our Google <laughs> chat? What, what, John, what happened here? What's going on? Hey. Where were you? Sorry, I was making pizza, and it just took a little longer than I anticipated. Wow. See, Annie's stepping up big, bigly and making pizza for us, so I could do this good work. I'm foregoing dinner so I could do this. So. Wow. That's okay. the <laughs> ultimate. I also brought a microphone and my bike helmet to work today. I left my house at 6.30 that, in the not, morning. Not because of the pod. Not because of the pod. Yes, I did. You left work at six. You left home at six thirty because of the podcast that was going to be at six o'clock in the evening. No, but I, I no, I, I made two declarative statements there. I said I was. I brought my microphone <coughs> and helmet to work. Mm-hmm. I also needed to leave work super early. But I remember. I think we all know where this is going. Let me just cut it off at the pass. Yes. Let's get going, guys. Let's get into it. This is pod. I don't know zero 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 thirty two. Of Premium Unleaded, which is the premier podcast of the F1 newsletter. <laughs> the now defunct F1 newsletter. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, it's still going. All right. So we've got Andrew, John, and Rob coming to you left to right across your dial. <laughs> for this audio for this audio only podcast <laughs> uh, and uh, we're here to recap the Belgian Belgian Grand Prix Spa Francochamp how do we say that Francochamp nah. okay yeah <laughs> yeah Whatever. worth episode 31 uh, episode 31 for the record Okay, episode 31. It's the first podcast after the summer break in the 2018 F1 season. Uh, Let's start out with a couple of... We are doing this remotely, so we all have different sponsors. Yep. Why don't we start out with our sponsorship? John. Sponsored by Coors Light. Um, Nice. Taste the Rockies. Yeah, it's Born in the Rockies. Uh, My mountains are not blue right now. That's not Coors' fault. That's my fault. Um very nice, refreshing beer. I don't choose to drink this, but I had a party a few weeks ago, and I have a lot left over. So oh, party boy. Wow. Uh, you were both at it. so Wow, frat brother. What up, frat brother? So, just really, really quickly, because I don't want to get too sidetracked. This is an F1 podcast. <laughs> what, what was the thought process in buying Coors Light? Oh, shots fired. Well, um, no, no, no. I've been on the same shoes, and so I'm just wondering: Have we aged out of buying cheap chuggable beer? No, I mean, I, I think when you have a party, you do have you can't just buy IPAs. I mean, I would tend to only drink those, but there are people who it's not going to appeal to. And if I if I'm gun to my head and I'm looking at a light beer, Bush Light, I'm going to X. Bud Light, I'm going to knock off. Coors Light to me is a little cut above above those, so that's what I went with. What about like um, an import Pilsner? Like um, 
example? Like a Labatt? Well, I was thinking of a German import Pilsner. Uh, Spaten. I love nice. uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, if I had seen that, I probably would have bought that, but they don't no. know. All right. You know, where I'm going in Dorchester, it's not, uh, you know, liquor land or whatever. Uh, mm. They don't have Spaten there? Spaten. Oh. All right. Anyway, oh, all right. Any other, any Sorry. other uh, what's it called? Sponsors, John? Um, yeah, I'm sponsored by Fruit Fruit Center Pizzas. Um, nice. I, you know, if you want to grill a pizza, a uh, medium-length grill session up on your roof. Get a Fruit Center pizza pack. Uh, two pizzas per pack. So very nice. Buy one, buy one, get one. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Andrew? Uh, I am sponsored by Baxter Beer. Um, I've got uh, a porter, and I've got, an, and I've got the uh, IPA. Mr. Maine. Love it, need it, can't have enough of it. Is that the one with the fisherman on it? Yes, that is absolutely correct. I'm a Maine guy. I love Maine, and I drink Maine beer. Um, Are you in Maine? Not currently. Not not, not physically, but spiritually, yes. Okay. Um, and that's about it. I am sponsored by Beef Eaters Gin, which I am oh, enjoying. Nice. Gin and tonic in a copper cup full of ice. Damn. Uh, I'm going to feel really great by the end of this podcast. I am also (laughs) sponsored by my lovely wife, who has grown yeast from scratch, made sourdough dough with it, and is now making a pizza out of that dough for my enjoyment. Question? So, yeah. Is it true that all sourdough starts from another sourdough? Yeah. that was my understanding. Somebody told me this summer that you can just it can just grab um, bacteria out of the air and oh. ferment. Got so it. it doesn't have to start from a, another batch of sourdough. It can just. But I that, that I just said I heard that I I'd like to see some research before I go around believing that. I'd appreciate the research. What are the odds uh, that you both have pizzas tonight? Huh? One in, one in 23, I think. And I had, a, I had a pizza last night. That's neat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's get into it. <laughs> Here we are uh, a couple days after the Belgian Grand Prix. Um, and we had... Charlie's missing, by the way. So uh, Let's save it. So yeah. that's that's a topic to be to be discussed later. I, um, it was, I thought it was a pretty good race. I'm just going to quickly hit some results. Uh, Lewis and Vettel were, I think, many seconds ahead of everybody else in qualifying. Uh, Vettel, uh, Hamilton was on pole, followed by Vettel. Then the two Pink Panthers were third and fourth in qualifying, Ocon Perez. And then Verstappen, Raikkonen, who wasn't fueled up enough to do, I mean, Raikkonen's had just a horrible qualifying in 2018, whether it's his mistakes or the team's mistakes. Uh, Botas notably was way at the back because of penalties. So, and then the race was pretty much over after the first lap where there was a major crash on the first turn and Vettel did some awesome, uh, drafting off of Hamilton, passed him into turn. What is that? Six, like home and 
that was basically the end of the race. So Vettel won. Hamilton came in second. Max Verstappen passed the Force Indias to come in third. Botas recovered with his Mercedes to come in fourth. Perez passed Ocon to come in fifth. And then I think probably Ocon came in sixth. And who cares what happened after that? Both the McLarens had crappy races. Alonso was taken out the first turn. <sighs> what haven't I said? The Haases finished 7-8. I thought that was... Oh, that's good. That was yeah, decent. Good, good result for them. And then you had Gasly and then Ericsson from the Sauber rolling, finishing out the top top 10. So are Haas... I know Haas and Force India are big rivals, but are they going to be duking it out for fourth place? Or is... Renault has really subsided after they looked like the best, I know, the best yeah, of the rest. I agree. Like I thought Renault was a force kind of just nipping at the heels of Red Bull. And now you think we're kinda, gonna, go ahead. You think we're gonna have a three way race for fourth between Renault, Haas, Force India? I th- I, I see it Force as because they have zero points now or they have very few points. What do you mean? Oh, that's true. Huh? All their points got eliminated. Yeah. Oh. What what why did they do that? I missed that. Uh, when they went into uh, administrative. Oh yeah. Okay. Something. Okay, but sure. T- from the points, but, but I think yeah, from a race to race perspective, um, yeah, I think Renault came back to the pack. I see it as, for some reason, I just don't even consider Haas like as a competitor. Really, I I see it as Renault and Force India kind of battling for fourth, but maybe Maga. maybe I'm not giving Haas enough credit. Haas has the Ferrari engine and the Ferrari tech, so I wouldn't count them out. So, oh, can yeah. somebody can somebody walk uh, our listeners through the opening turn crash, which was spectacular and the biggest yeah. moment of the race? I can. Uh, it all rests on Nico Hulkenberg's shoulders. He uh, he got some serious heat from some big time drivers for what he did, but anyway, he. Uh, he went way too hot into the turn, and he locked all four tires up, which is pretty rare. Where did he? See, sorry, where did he start in in the race? He's at the end, right? The back? Or no? Uh, not that was he. He was pretty far back because he was behind Alonso, who didn't make it out of Q one. Oh, true. Anyway, so he goes in so hot, no shot of making the turn, locks up. He claims he just judged his break point incorrectly. Alonzo went really hard at him, saying that there's there's absolutely no reason that he would ever be going that fast into the turn. Locked up all four, slams into Alonzo. Alonzo, Alonzo's car shoots up into the air, like, I don't know, five feet into the air or so. Let's use meters. Two meters. So. A meter and a half, maybe uh, 1.75 meters into the air, <laughs> and shoots directly over uh, young playboy Charles Leclerc, up and coming star. If he didn't, uh, should I get into the hill? I know the halo is a future yeah, topic. Yeah. Okay, so he, Alonzo's car pretty much swipes at Leclerc's head, like a, a huge car coming right at a guy's head. Thank God that we have the halos in place because otherwise Leclerc would have been decapitated with this with this race. Anyway, with that um, with that same crash, we take out 
Daniel Ricardo's rear wing, which in turn causes Daniel Ricardo to clip Kimi Raikkonen, pretty much ending Ricardo's day and Kimi Raikkonen's day. So some big time players out in turn one. So it was Hulkenberg, Alonso, Leclerc, Raikkonen, Ricardo. Five. That's five out of twenty. Were there any anybody else? I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people were compromised by the crash, had to slow down or drive around, but it was just devastating. Like, yeah, it was, it was kind and, of it, it was, it was kind Ricardo of the first turn out there. Yeah, it was kind of the first turn we all I think anticipated at Spa. I mean, there's usually always that kind of carnage, so I wasn't. You know, I think we were all looking forward to it. I mean, I agree with John. I mean, thank God for the halo. Uh, thank God that the future Ferrari superstar is going to be okay. Um, Leclerc lives to drive another race. So, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'll let you guys say what you want, but I didn't think there was a hell of a lot to talk about after that. Nope. The spa has long straights and a powerful DRS that allowed, you know, Botas drew cover nicely. But without with Bota starting at the back, with Kimi being taken out the first turn, there was really no strategy to play, and so it was just Lewis and Vettel off the front, and Vettel was in one, and there was no like trying to pit and and block somebody, and uh, so it was kind of a a real bore. We actually let's say the three of us watched it together. That was that was nice. I mean, it could have been a more entertaining race, but it was good to see your 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 mugs. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, shout out. Um, you know, the first Lee Lee's first race. Lee Diffie O'Brien. Lee Diffie O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bury the lead here. You know, Rob's new new baby boy Lee. First race. I, I would say. You know, the first race you watch, Ferrari wins. That's gotta mean something, huh? Yeah, I. You know, he might have to become a Ferrari fan. He's never seen anything else. Also, I'm not sure on. Alonso gets taken out the first turn. Van Doren, I think, came in dead last. <laughs> Carlos Sainz, who's McLaren's next driver, I think also dropped out. So I'm not sure that he can take up the McLaren mantle like Merle did. Um, I might have a split split rivalry household. So I would say you should. Yeah, I mean, this the, the race was incredibly boring. I mean, they I don't did they show Lewis once? I don't think so. They didn't show Vettel uh, much. I mean, it was yeah, when, they didn't show Vettel much. Max had, you know, a decent drive, but still, it was pretty boring for him. There wasn't much going on. I mean, the the most exciting part was being in Rob's house, seeing Will just abuse Rob. Oh yeah, through throwing cups at him and uh, just you really, you know, really putting Rob in his place. So that was the more exciting part of the race. But yeah, good good to get together to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go a little out of order here. And since we've talked on it, summer updates. This is uh, F one gets back in swing. <laughs> We're back in swing, but it's been three weeks. What do you? What's new? What's what's happening? What'd you guys do? Oh, Andrew, you go. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, probably one of the highlights of the summer season for us, since we weren't, you know. You know, I wasn't cleaning trash out of the ocean like Lewis. I, in fact, I was up in <laughs> I was up in um, spent some time in Rangeley, Maine. We had Vermont. I think we probably already talked about that, but 
Vermont 2018 yeah. party, awesome time. Um, I did a little camping, you know, just got into nature and and, and enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, can you tell? Too. Yeah, can you share a little bit more about Rangeley, Maine? It sounds like such a nice place. You guys rent a house or a, oh, are you in a cabin or what's going on? There was on a here? quadruple murder there a couple of years ago. I don't think it was quadruple. I think it might have been double. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Rangeley, Maine Detail. is a lovely <laughs> town. It's about four-hour drive from Boston. It's on a, I would say it's, I believe, it's a fact check me here, third or fourth largest lake in Maine. There are lovely mountains all around it. There is a ski mountain that is currently not operating, but it will be shortly, most likely. Um, is it, could we buy it? Yeah, we, I mean, we pool our money a bit, and maybe you get some backers that <laughs> you could buy it. Um, and just great, great hiking, great lake, kayaking, you name it. Co- cool little town with a bunch of bars and some ice cream shops. I couldn't say enough about Rangeley. Did you guys go to the bars or hang out like at the house at night? Uh, no, and at night we hung out at the house. And I, I don't watched. go to bars. I don't really go to bars anymore. I gotta say. Yeah, if I maybe, could walk. If you can walk to a bar, if you can walk, and it's maybe yeah during the day would be ideal. At night we during, typically during the um, watched The Sopranos and then went to sleep at ten. So that sounds wow. nice. <laughs> That's All right, um, just a quick fact check. It's not even in the top five. So what? Really? <laughs> no, that's not true. What lakes are bigger than that? Moose Look okay. Moosehead is the biggest. Yes, I know that. Sabago is the second biggest. Eh, okay. Moose Look Chasuncook Lake is the third biggest. Yeah. It was developed because of a dam on the Pen- Penobscot River. Okay, so oh. that's a... Moosehead... Musaluk I just said, yeah, Musaluk Maguntakuk. That's yeah, right, that, right that, next to Rangeley. That's the fourth. That thing's and, huge. And East Grand Lake is the fifth. Oh, man. So I would love to, I, that's why I asked you about this, Rob, one day go up to Baxter State Park, <laughs> shout out Baxter, beer, and do the uh, hike there, maybe one time one up in Rangeley. So, um, yeah. That would be fun. Oh. Uh, one of the f- oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my summer update, but I'm gonna start with a reminisce to I don't know 2006 or something 2007. I did an amazingly fun trip in the summer where we had no reservations anywhere. We left Boston at I don't know five o'clock on a Friday. Got to Portland, the all the inns were full. They said go to a I was with a law school buddy and his brother-in-law, and they picked me up in Newton. We drove to Portland. They said the inns are all full. Go to go to Augusta, an hour north of here. We got to Augusta. They said the inns are all full. It's a summer weekend. Try Portland. <laughs> so we found a we found a uh, Walmart and slept in our sleeping bags in the parking lot. <laughs> On the ground or in the car? <laughs> On the ground. No. The car, we had like three it. guys in a car. We can't. Sleep. So, we yeah. slept on the ground of a parking lot in. But we LA. had sleeping bags. We had sleeping pads and sleeping bags, so it was fine. The next day, we drove up to Moosehead and got a cabin. A cabin, not like a house. A legit cabin, and bought steaks at the local store, which were like proper steaks. Cooked them over the campfire. 
fished. And then the next day we drove from Moosehead Lake over to Baxter on logging roads in a rental car. We were, the, the potholes were so big. I was like, how do even trucks go on this road? We were in some like dumb Jeep compass. We oh thought my. for sure we're going to bust, an, bust a, an axle and there's no cell service. But we finally did make it to Baxter. Uh, it was an unforgettable trip. Oh my god! Uh, and then, what, then we were hiking up the ridge, and a huge thunderstorm with lightning came in, and we were like, "We got to get below the tree line." One of the, the brother-in-law pulls out his poncho to put on him, and he, in a second, it just disappears. It's like poof! It was so windy. <laughs> One minute he has his hand, the next minute, no one sees it anywhere. <laughs> Uh, so, so you did the knife what a trip. Or... <laughs> yeah, what a trip. Well, we we got actually to Pompeii Peak, and then we couldn't do the knife ridge because of that oh, storm. So we just die. We just dove down for the campground, chimney pond, or whatever. So this, knife. John, yeah, yeah we well, got to do knife. Sets. Sounds like maybe it should be an F one trip. Uh, we're always talking about retreats. <laughs> that that uh, I can't believe I've never heard that story. That is phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, man. And then the, one of those mornings when we were in Baxter, there were moose in our campsite all overnight, and we thought they were bears. So I had, <laughs> like, I got my pocket knife out, and I was ready to cut my way out of the back of the tent if the bear, if the bear came in the front of the tent. Crazy oh, trip. That, that would go down well. Did you have a reservation in Baxter, or you just winged that too? No, we did. Well, no, we had reservations there. Because that seems like you get to reserve that like yeah, weeks we did. or months in advance. We did. Okay. I think they had it. We, so we had a lean-to at Chimney Pond, and then we had a campsite like where you could car camp. Um, so back to 2018 now, back to the future. Uh, I've got a son who we age in the days, Lee. As, I, as we mentioned, he might be a Ferrari fan. Shout he's, out, Lee. He's doing... Pr- He's doing pretty well. Um, Merle's handling his younger brother very well. He's like giving him some kisses and some hugs. Uh, <laughs> poked him minimally. Hasn't abused him like he hit me at that spot yet. So that's good. Um, Annie's recovered well, and she's doing a lot of work overnight and cooking dinner. So I'm say, back at work. Annie, Annie was in great spirits, looked great. Two days after birth, I would say, much looking Rob. much better than Rob. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, um, some say, many people say <laughs> that it's harder on harder on the father. At least as birth. hard. At least as hard. <laughs> yeah, many people, many people. Um, that's my update. Nice. Um, my update, not too much. Um, a lot of stuff that you guys did, to be honest. Um, since our last podcast, I uh, had, had a long weekend on the Cape, Cape Cod, Chatham. Didn't go in the water. Sharks. Uh, yeah, the shark story is crazy. I'm glad. Sharks everywhere. We probably yeah. would have lost you. Probability says. Yeah, probably. Um, we would have lost part of you. Yeah, I also heard like the wildest made-up story of all time, uh, which may be true, may not be true. <laughs> okay, uh, someone, someone here knows someone who works with someone whose boat flipped over in Boston Harbor, and uh, <laughs> it was a forty-foot boat that capsized, and uh, there's no no mention of it on any news source in the greater Boston area. But 
apparently this massive sailboat flipped over. Um, so I heard that story, which is uh, we're still investigating. We'll give you a live update when we know more. Yeah, we um, should do a we should do an investigative journalism type podcast about this event. That's that's coming TBD. Um, yeah, and another update from uh, from me. Um, not really an update, but I think we'll uh, go into the next topic here. But uh, Charlie, who is not on the podcast right now, which we'll speculate Wait, about. He's not. Charlie, uh, there. Charlie, where are you? Nope. No, nope, not, not here. There. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, he, he could be on it. Just normal Charlie uh, level of communication, maybe. But he claims that he's um, putting his cell phone down, not getting on the internet while um, on a pseudo vacation, potentially. And uh, but at the same time, he is getting constant updates about um, the Wi-Fi connection in, in his house and asking people to check up on it. So. I don't know. Those things don't jive with me, but you guys let me know. Yeah, it was weird. I got a I got a push notification saying um, Charlie has posted on Instagram for the first time in a while, but he's putting his phone down. Yeah, he's disconnecting. But his uh, his Wi-Fi went down for two seconds at his house. But so he's in South America, Colombia. I think yeah. he's in Russia. South oh. of South right. of France. Yeah, South of South America. I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I would say, I mean, I, I think all of the F1 season is now considered silly season. But in the last three weeks, we covered Rick to Renault in our previous podcast. But there has been further developments since then. I would say the biggest one is that John alluded to it earlier. Force India went into administration or receivership or whatever the term is, and they were bailed out, purchased by a consortium led by, I call him Daddy Stroll, Lance's father, the rich guy who made all his money with Michael Kors or some fashion label. Grandpapa. Uh, so what does that mean? Uh, well, that means Force India's points got wiped away, so they're starting anew. They basically are they're a new team into F1 as of last race, so really they have no history. Technically, they're called Race Point Force India now, what? and I think that the compromise was they're going to lose their points, but they're going to get their prize money as if they did have the points, which is really... So they can't say that they finished fourth, but if they finish fourth, they get the money for fourth is what my understanding is. Um, Haas is obviously Haas under the collar about this uh, because they're a new entrant and they didn't get any breaks about it. Um, yeah, but that's kind of BS. In terms of, in terms of driver movement, ever, it looks like Lance Stroll is going to move from Williams and get one of the seats at Force India because his dad bought it for him and he's going to take Ocon's seat at Force India. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. It's, uh, it's a shame. And Ocon is, a, Ocon is a Mercedes-linked driver and there aren't any Mercedes-linked seats open for him. So we might have a promising young driver pushed out because some billionaire wow. bought, bought a team. I'd love I mean, Ocon's a great... Great guy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as you said, the best drivers are not in F1 because F1, you need to be semi-rich to get involved, period. So, 
I think I said that. So, so there was some talk about Ocon going to McLaren, but my sources say that at least, and this is, this is like, it sounds like nothing's going to happen before Monza, but okay. it sounds, it also sounds like we may not be waiting to 2019. There's some talk that Lance is going to go to Force India mid-season, whichever, what's the next race after Monza? Is it Russia? In any uh, event, yeah, so. uh, like it might be coming up. And um, then there was some talk that Ocon would be going to maybe McLaren, but then Ocon's the tallest driver, and they said he couldn't fit into the McLaren. <laughs> uh, so. What a joke. What a joke McLaren is. We might see some real movement in the next couple of weeks. What have you guys been hearing? Yeah, about the same. Similar <laughs> similar news out of my camp. Um, yeah, I'm hoping Ocon gets a you know gets a drive. He would, that would that would be such a loss. I mean, he qualified third in this last race. Guy's a talent. Get you know get out of there, Pierre Gasly. Please get him out of there. What? I'm not He's a Red Bull. Dude. Not a, I'm not a Gasly fan. Do not okay. like him. Hmm. Don't want him. Rather because he's because he's French. Mostly. Well, I guess Ocon's French too. So that I mean, can't be it. I think the guy who's out is uh, my guy Brandon Hartley, but uh, Sirac can should be out. I heard uh, I heard some stuff. Sorokin gets a bad shake. You know, he's actually a talented driver. He apparently he has a very good understanding of the mechanics and the engineering behind F one cars. So. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Well, that, well, he should have been helping Williams out a little bit more. You know, Erickson had a good showing at Spa. Didn't he out-qualify his heralded, much heralded teammate, Leclerc? I mean, Claire's, Leclerc got his almost head taken off by your boy. No, in qual- oh, qualifying. Oh, in quali- sorry, I'm sorry. Apologies. Um, don't know that. Can't fa- I, too bad the stats are too far away. I can't even fact check that one. Um, Leclerc's, Leclerc's but, been on a downward. Yeah, know. he's had he's had yeah, enough. You, but but John, you still think he's going to Ferrari, Andrew? Yeah, not yet. He's not ready. He's not ready for the big boys. Yeah, John, right. I agree with you. Serge, I, I believe Sergey Sorokin wasn't he the one who I forget which race it was, but he re- realized or figured out basically that the DRS wasn't enabling fast enough there was like a turn where you could enable drs but it wasn't yeah, like enabling. Watched, watched out his rear or something yes and he was the one who figured that out and kind of like i remember that he was like a, a racing savant he should be like a mechanic. andrew's praising this guy not me andrew manafort trump sabo is praising this guy so not me. <laughs> andrew you want Sorokin as the second driver at ferrari next year <laughs> okay very good, boys. Very good. Okay. We're so I heard local podcast. I heard that Kimmy's going to re-sign with Ferrari. That's and it's going to be announced at Monza this weekend. That's the right move. That's the right move. Yeah, I like I like Kimmy. He, I, I I don't want to see F one without him. To be Some, honest, someone uh, I was I listening do. to a podcast recently where um, the an ex driver was saying that Ferrari is not the team, not the type of team that would bring in a guy like Leclerc before he's ready. Like you got to be a, a seasoned racer and i don't think he's ready yet i mean he's obviously shows promise but it's not his time yeah i mean where's he gonna they they still have him on a leash he's yeah. not going anywhere kimmy's still got a lot of he's still got a year or two good driving under him in, in him i think no yeah, yeah. um 
quick little switch. I just want to give a shout out to David Zabo, inspired by his minivan repair. Uh, uh, big big news on that front. Well, he didn't repair it. He got rid of his minivan. No, well, but inspired by his his uh. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I, I did a little minivan repairing of my own. Got a original manufacturer piece of handle in the back. So, you know, minivan, you can put the seats down and up. Yeah. My handle broke. I took it apart, found out the plastic just snapped. And I bought a new new handle and installed it. Good, to, good as new here. Nice. Nice. Very so, nice. So, so did you hear that Dave Sable bought a new minivan? I did. I couldn't believe that. I can't believe he did that. Why so, not? John, did he get rid of his old minivan? Yes. Oh, man. He put so much time no, and effort it, into it. It would be crazy to have two minivans. No one man needs two minivans. Come on. But the amount of effort he put into replacing an axle. Like, he didn't even use it after he replaced that axle. That well, was crazy. The funny thing is, they didn't, they didn't get rid of this minivan because of an axle falling off the car, which it did. He replaced that himself. They got rid of this because he couldn't get the air conditioning to work again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Well, uh, back to back to F1 briefly. <laughs> There's a big new tire development in 2019 that's going to hit the fans hard, going to hit me particularly hard, is that they're not going to refer to the compounds by their real names every race. Oh. They're going to call them medium hard soft hard medium soft what no matter what there are still going to be about six compounds <laughs> like there are seven this year but no one ever uses hard so let's say six there's still going to be the same number of compounds but they're going to call them different things unknown how they'll be marked and yet they still want super fans to to get to dive into the tire details so they're going to have to say like the soft which is actually the super soft that's oh my god that's what they're doing what's in the rationale behind this they wanted what? to simplify it for more casual fans who don't want to have to like keep track of all the tires that is but, so stupid but they're it's just it's crazy the because, casual fan doesn't care about the tire anyway right i care about I the mean, tire it's just it's insane that, How about that they're gonna a number instead, like one through six. Why? Why is the color? The colors and names are. I agree. Ultra and hyper are different. Difficult yes. to differentiate. But if you care about tires, you know. You know it. That that the pink is softer than the purple in 2018. <laughs> I, it just. It's not that I hard. Just, when they're when they're going to be, I just cannot wait for them to say the soft tire, which is actually the super soft tire. It's that's going to talk about simplifying it. That's going to drive people crazy. I think they'll change that before the season. They, they, they can't do so. that. That's stupid. They can't do it. Um, any predictions for Monza coming up? Yeah, I really hope I hope Vettel wins it. I mean. He, I think he's won there before, but obviously I don't think ever is a, in a in a Ferrari. That would be awesome to see Ferrari take it home in Italy. Yeah, I would love to actually to see a Ferrari one two in Italy. Close that gap just to just to take some points away from Lewis. And with the Ferrari engine looking as good as it is, and the Ferrari performing on the straight lines as it is, they might be able to as long as Kimi doesn't screw it up in qualifying. Yeah, which you probably will. But uh, Lewis said they came to Spa with a 
tremendous upgrade and uh, Ferrari just you know kicked uh, kicked into the curb as they say so well, Lewis made that odd comment after the yeah, race. it got blown up did he, did he explain it he more? walked it back he walked it back oh he did okay he always he's always doing that though you know he smoke, said something about like that the Ferrari had a couple of tricks on it yeah. tricks up their sleeve and then he said I don't mean anything that they were doing anything wrong no. You, you guys um, in the liberal media, you know, you're just making a big deal out of this. What? Let's see. And I would also, let's see, Monza, Ferrari. Yeah, I think that they're going to announce the Kimi re-signing at, at Monza this weekend. So, should be a good watch. It, watching it live? I'm going to be in Vermont where we have no TV or internet, so no. We might have to watch it back, John. We're going to be at the golf tournament. Oh, yeah. Heading all up right, to... so so loyal listeners, do not text us as a result of the race. We're all going to be watching it on delay. Please we, do not. We pray that you don't text us. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? I think that's no. a show. Thank all right. you. All right, boys. Good one. Vroom, vroom. vroom. Peace be with you. And also with you. And also with you.